Okay, so for our dilemma today, we're going to look at a dilemma that involves a resume. People looking for jobs write up a resume. And that resume inevitably is a best foot forward presentation of how wonderful this person is, all their achievements and their abilities. People don't write on their resume that I'm not good at, at the job. And they also give uh, references where you can call. If you want to find out about me, you can call this person, that person. You can find out about how wonderful I am. And again, they only put people who are going to put a, give a, a positive report. And so a good employer needs to be able to read through the lines of resume and see what this person really is about. And, for, and, and through interviewing and discussing and researching, find out the truth. There's one particular employer, a, a law firm, that they were looking for to bring on a young graduate into the firm. And they advertised amongst the different colleges, universities, uh, to see the up-and-coming future law, lawyer um, potential stars of the future. And uh, this particular employer, this the the head lawyer, the way he would do it is he didn't believe just the resume and he didn't even bother calling the references that the person offered to find out about who this person was. But what he would look at is different ways of finding out the real story about the person. And one, one thing he would do is he would call the dormitory in the college and try and speak to somebody who knows the person personally, but was not prepared. Wasn't as on the list of, uh, of references, but just a, a random person who knows this particular candidate to see what they're about. So he did this. There was, there was a one, one particular resume of a student, up and, up and coming, you know, possibly a, a big, big lawyer in the future. And he had a great resume of his studies and his achievements at, 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 uh, at college. And it was, it was going to be graduating pretty soon. And so this uh, employer called the dormitory back when there were um, public phones that people used to answer. So there's a public phone in the dormitory. He, he called the public phone. And then this dormitory that hundreds of people uh, uh, at, this, at this law school are inhabiting and, and so somebody random answered the phone and the employer says listen I am calling you because I want to know if you are familiar with a certain person um, they have applied for a job and I need to know about them do you know so-and-so and the person who answered the phone said yes I know very well because what happened was wouldn't you know it out of the hundreds of people in that dormitory the person who answered this random call was the candidate themselves. The, the guy who actually sent in the resume, it was him himself. He answered the phone. It happened to be him. And so when he, when he realizes that, that his potential employer is calling to ask some background on himself and he answered the phone, he said, yeah, I, I know him very well. So... So the guy says, do you mind if I ask you some questions about him? Uh, I, I need to know some details. He said, sure. 
So said first, me tell me about um, his academic record. Is he is is he has he has he done well? I said oh, he's done very well. He's a very smart guy. He's extremely intelligent, and uh, he's probably one of the top of the class. Um, okay, and what about uh, his personal uh, character? Like, how does he interact with others? Is he agreeable person? Is he easy to get along with? And the guy says, look, I I. I don't think it's exaggerating to say that he's probably the most popular guy in in the entire school. Everyone loves him. Very easy to get on with. And uh, yeah, definitely like, uh, I can't say a bad word when it comes to his uh, character. And uh, several similar other questions, all that were, were given answers that were accurate, accurate answers. The, 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 this guy was actually very talented and he was very popular. This wasn't, wasn't an exaggeration. Luckily, the employer didn't ask about humility or, or anything like that. But, but he did ask, what about, um, and this is very important to me, says the employer, I need to know about his punctuality. Is, is he reliable? Does he come on time? Uh, is he a person who will keep to appointments and, and be disciplined about his schedule? So here the uh, the student says, well, it's a bit difficult for me to answer that question because I myself am not very punctual and I do tend to come to my classes a bit late. But the one thing I can say is that whenever I arrived in class, he was there. He, 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 was, he was there. Whenever I, was, I got there, he was there. Okay. So, after a few a few more questions, the employee said, "Thank you very much. You've been really, really helpful. I, I've got exactly what I need to know." And after hanging up, the employee says, "This guy got, has got got the job. He's he ticks all the boxes. He's, he's got everything right." And here I asked a random person who answered the phone in the dorm, and I got such a glowing report. So, so the guy got the job. The question is, has he done anything wrong? answering those questions which were actually about himself. He was being asked about himself. He was the guy who answered the phone, the candidate himself. He answered them correctly and honestly. Has he done anything wrong? Is there anything immoral here? Anything that he has to fix? What do you think? I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think it's dishonest. <laughs> think it's dishonest. I agree. But he answered honestly. He answered all the questions honestly. No. There was no, there was no lie there. What was, what was a lie? He was asked about the academic. There was one thing that missing. The gentleman that that called didn't ask what's the name of the person that answered the phone. But if he will do that, he will catch it in a minute. Right. That that would that would. It's been... more than that. It's more than that. It's it's also that. He knew, he knew that the guy calling wanted an opinion about the candidate from someone else. He didn't want an opinion from the candidate about the candidate. Right. The whole, the whole point of the call was to hear an outside opinion. That, that, was, that, was, the, that was the premise of the call. Um, now again, correct. You know, the, the the caller didn't ask for a name, didn't ask for any, for any references on the person who's answering the call. But 
certainly you could say that the candidate here, this young student, has given the false impression that he is somebody else giving an opinion on somebody else. That's how he was talking. And that, that was certainly giving a false impression. Even though the information he gave was all accurate, but the, the impression, the, the, the uh, authority of what he's saying was based on him being a third party, not being a candidate himself. And so, Can you please mute your mic? This would... Um, this would mean that it would come under the prohibition of Gnevadat, which means stealing somebody's mind. Uh, and our sages say that this is quite a serious thing. Giving, the, giving a false impression is, is quite a serious thing. Now here you could argue that the guy's making the mistake himself. You didn't check who you're talking to. That's true, but still you're, you're responsible to, for the impression you give. And if that impression is false... So then that is called Genevadat. And our, our sages say that there are many different types of stealing on different levels. There are different levels of stealing. There's uh, stealing uh, what's called gazela, which is where you openly steal, like you, 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 a mugging, where you just hold a gun to somebody and steal their wallet. There's, there's geneva, which is where you surreptitiously steal. Someone breaks into a house secretly without, without being caught or without being known and steals things. And in a way, that's worse. Different types of stealing are worse. To steal secretly is worse than steal openly. Because when you steal openly, it means you don't care what people think and you don't care what God thinks. You're just doing it out in the open. Whereas when you do it secretly, you don't want people to see you. But you obviously don't care what God... Uh, God is watching you. So to, to, to care what people think but not what God thinks, that's even worse. Um, there's stealing, some stealing where the, where the person you stole from doesn't really lose anything. You borrow something of theirs and you use it, but they don't lose anything. You give, you give it back later. That's also stealing. And that's perhaps not as bad, but it's still stealing. Um, there's stealing as a joke, where you pickpocket somebody, steal somebody's things just to annoy them. You're going to give it back. You don't intend to keep it, but that's also stealing. They're all different levels of stealing. And our sages say, but Genevadat, stealing somebody's mind, giving somebody a false impression, is the worst of all of them. Which is a very dramatic thing to say. Worse than stealing property is, is, is stealing somebody's mind. Uh, and the question is, how can you fix such a thing? Here, in this particular case, the report he gave about himself was all accurate, but there was one thing that was not accurate. There was one thing that was, that was clearly deceiving. Not just the fact that he was talking, but what he said about the punctuality of the candidate, which was himself. There, he actually was outright stealing the mind. Because, what was his answer? Well, I, I'm not so punctual, but I can say that whenever I got to class, he was there. So you could say there, he's technically being very honest. There was no lie there. He said, he said I'm not so punctual, but when I, whenever I was there, he was there. But you're talking about him as a, as a third party. You're making him sound like he is punctual. Is it? That was Bye. that was definitely giving a false impression. And so, how would we um, how would we look at that? That is the, the whole thing is under the whole thing is in what we learned. It may be a lot of scenic show. 
he put a barrier in front of somebody that is blind because this gentleman from the law office, he didn't know anything about him. He just like a blind person, about this new personality. Correct. And Correct. So, so the guy will, will hire him based on the report, believing that he is a punctual person when he actually isn't. He, here, he actually actually gave a false, a, 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 a clear false impression. You can't you can't say that there was it was technically um, telling the truth. It was it was misleading that he was a punctual person. So the question is now he's got the job. Now he's already got the job. So what is his tikkun? How can he correct this? What what should he do to correct the situation? Should he own up to the the boss, the employer, and say, "You remember you called." the school for a reference, well, it was me, I answered the phone, and I gave you the reference on myself. Should he tell him that? Does he have an obligation to do that? Or not? So one could argue that even though what he did was wrong, he could rectify the situation without losing the job and without even having to tell, tell the boss. The boss asked those questions because he has a bottom line. He wants an em employee that will do the job well, that will get on with everybody, and that will be punctual and reliable and, and come on time. If the employee resolves to do that, to, to only come on time and to be punctual and to break his nature of not being all that on time and come to work on time every day, so then he's fulfilled the expectations that the, that, that the employer had. And... In, in such a case, the, the employer doesn't care if when he was younger, he wasn't so punctual. The employer was not asking those questions to, to find out the guy's history for history's sake. He wanted to know, is he going to come on time and be reliable and punctual in his role in my business? And so if he can perform on that level, so then that is at least a correction of the misleading impression he gave that that the candidate is a punctual person, well, now he is. If he is, if he indeed is a punctual person now, maybe he wasn't at school, but if he is now, so then he would have redeemed that, uh, that past infraction. So what, what, he, what, he, what he's done was not right. It was not the right thing to do. But c considering what the, what the employer wants, what the employer wants a reliable good and and capable worker if he's all that if he is all that it would be to the detriment of the employer in, in, employer to, to say well i i was dishonest and i and, and i shouldn't have the job he should have the job as long as he can live up to the person he described and uh, and that would be the correction that that he could do do on this however we do learn from here that uh, it's not just pure and outright lies that are dishonest, but even what we sometimes call the white lie, where you say something that is technically true, but it's giving a misleading impression. We know when we're doing that. We know when we're, we're, we're traversing the line of honesty and saying something that gives an impression that's not correct. And we have to take care to not uh, belittle our words, because our words are what can, can create connection and relationship, and, and break as well. It can create uh, honest words, build up honesty and goodness in, in, in the world, and so we have to take care of every word that comes out of our mouth. Have a great day.